You're listening to the Totally Buzz UK podcast. Hello and welcome to another Totally Buzz UK podcast with me, your host Laura. This podcast takes you around the weird and wonderful stories on the web that you may have missed in order to put a smile on that face in association with www.totallybuzz.co.uk. But can't do it without my beloved co-host, it's... Firestorm Kaylee, because she's bringing the heat just like the UK. How are you doing, Kaylee? Wow, that really took some effort. You're welcome. You're like an <laughs> X Man. Thank you. You could be up there with Storm and Phoenix. You're me. And... When you kept saying you're welcome, it was making me think of that scene from Rick and Morty where the dad's in the uh, simulation and they're like, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not really a real host. I'm just a computerized program that hosts the Totally Buzz UK podcast, and you're the human who controls me, clearly. So you're just an AI, really. Yes. And that. Yeah, I mean, if that case. was true, though i'd have way more compliments i wouldn't be bullied as much as i am you like to neg yourself work yourself up (laughs) keep yourself humble treat myself mean to keep myself (laughs) yeah you were like i could build an ai that would shower me with praise or i could build one that always keeps me on my toes and might make me cry from a time to time and I'm Do you like, know what? I think I need to make some bug fixes because you stutter a lot. How dare you? That's just you. You're an AI. You don't have feelings. So I'm going to direct the podcast back on course because if you're a regular listener, you know we like to get straight to it. And if you're new, let me tell you the quick format and wrap it down. I have three weird stories that have no reason to be true, yet they are. Kaylee knows nothing about them. They're entertaining. They're uplifting. We debate them. We discuss them. And then Kaylee wraps up the show with a TikTok spotlight because she shows you a TikTok that you may want to watch to put a smile on their face to get you through that working week and put a pep in that step. Kaylee, are you good to go? I just love at the start of you explaining all of that, you said, oh, I'm going to wrap wrap <laughs> this down. <laughs> I honestly thought you were going to start dropping a beat and like wrapping everything like this is our podcast and we do three stories a week and something something i'm not a rapper but you get what i'm saying are you not a rapper i'm glad that you made that clear just in case we got emails asking about your services after <laughs> Go <that. launch. laughs> don't you think you can drop me a beat and i'll perform story one oh, hi, hi, hi. Go. <laughs> we're gonna go to story one and that comes from the abc news and it's gonna take us to the good old usa don't know what that accent was because it was an American. The headline on this is a couple have been fined $1,500 for parking, but wait, in their own driveway. So, San Francisco, baby. Are you familiar with it? You must have seen it in all the movies. They have the famous hill on the tram system in San Francisco. As the story goes on. So, for decades, Judy and Ed Crane parked their car in the driveway in front of their San Francisco home. Parking in the Golden City can be tricky because of its steep hills and busy streets. And the Cranes say they were lucky to have a spot that's all their own for the past 36 years that is until they received a $1,542 fine for parking on their own property with the threat of a $250 per day fee if they didn't get the car off their car pad the cranes told ABC's affiliate KGO TV that the San Francisco planning department is enforcing a decades old section of code that bans motor vehicles of all kinds from being parked on a car pad or set back in front of the house unless it's accompanied by a garage or recover so judy crane obviously was like i wrote back to them saying this must be a mistake like come on and ed crane added to all of a sudden be told you can't use something that you've used for years it's startling inexplicable the cranes believe their space has been used for parking since the house was built in 1910 
So the planning department told the couple that the city would waive the fine if they could prove that their lot had historically been used for parking. The Cranes dug up a photo of their daughter from 34 years ago where their car is just visible in the driveway, but officials said the photo wasn't old enough. Then after a lot of googling, they found a blurry aerial photo from 1938 that shows a car, or possibly a horse and buggy, pulling into the driveway of the home. But the planning department says they never were shown this photo that and will, will consider Crane's parking plight. The 1938 aerial photo shown in the segment was never shared with the department, so obviously the news channel put it up and like, look, they got this old photo. And they now hope to get more clarity on it. The planning department were alerted to the Crane's use of their driveway by anonymous complaint that was lodged against them and two of their neighbours who were also tagged with the same violation. So, Sider told ABC that the anonymous request about the property was made last year but was not enforced till the Cranes sought to renew their permit to use the property for short-term rentals. Municipal code bans new permits till outstanding code enforcement issues on the property are resolved. So, they said it was enacted decades ago for aesthetic reasons was why you couldn't park there previously without all that. So, Kaylee, thoughts on this? I have so many questions. So many. fire away. So, first of all, I know you said it's for aesthetic reasons, but what is the point of having a driveway if you can't park your car on it? Honestly, no idea. So, they said it was obviously that it might look ugly if it has a car in it. I get if you had like a giant Mr. Blobby car, I don't know why that's the ugliest car that's I can think of. That's very specific. So, a car with pink and yellow dots on it. I get what you're saying. But yeah, that, I get understand you could have an eyesore of a car and it would ruin the property. Even so, that's nobody's business. Yeah, but it's weird that you'd be like, well, you have a car pad, but because you don't have a garage, it's not. So if the garage was there, even though you're not in the garage, you could park on the driveway bit. I'm not being funny. Like, obviously in America, everything's bigger or whatever. And obviously, like, in a lot of American neighbourhoods, the houses are spaced quite far apart. But, like, in this country, we have a real big problem with, like, cars parking on the road, don't we? Yeah, it's a British problem. British... I would yeah. say British and parking complaints is up there with Americans complaining about nipples. I mean, come on, Laura. Like, if you had a driveway, you'd be parked on it, right? Yeah, 100%. I'm aware that I live and the road is public, right? I am yeah. not against that. I am not, like, I'm not one of those people who wants to put out cones. I've seen people do this. This is Yeah, I know. So I know people who do this and nobody likes them. However, there's, like, a decency that there's certain people and they're, like, park eight or nine cars in front of your house and they've got... They're, like... They're like literally they're all to do with the same house and you're like you haven't yeah. e- I've gone out to work I've come back and you haven't even had the decency to leave me one little space you could have like given the heads up or and, it, and you'll look outside their house for example and they mm-hmm. will have space but they just don't want all the cars associated with them in front of their house because it's like I don't know they got shame from it I don't know see like when I was back at uni and I was living in my student house like you know like you know um, I lived on I don't know why I said it like that but I you know <laughs> you know but I lived on a street that was like bumper to bumper parking and it was so hard to get a space like because there was no driveways it was all just street parking Real. I just think like in this day and age like you'd think the driveways would be a more common thing they just cram so many houses in in this country compared to America but like yeah and I, did, I just the other thing that sort of stuck out in that story to me I'm probably going to sound really dumb when I say this but when were planes invented right so the Wright brothers famously did uh, this first successful airplane in 1903 Kaylee which is just standard information that 
that everyone should know. I feel like helicopters and planes and things weren't really that common. You'd probably would have got like some little ones flying over, but I guess it was new, so it might be. Because I was going to say about like the aerial shot of the house, like just seemed a bit. Could have been a blimp. Yeah, I suppose. I just love the fact that the department were like, it's not old enough. Yeah, the 34 years. Older. Yeah, the late 90s are like, no, you must prove that it's been more than 34 years since you've been using this. That's unacceptable. We need cave drawings. Like, it is, it's a bit much. But I will add, they have closed, closed the case since this was all done because they threw out the fines as long as they don't use the car pad. So they can't use their car also, pad at the moment. Until... Also, like, doesn't it kind of doesn't it kind of defeat the object as well? Because, like, the whole reason they're finding them is because they found out that their car's on the parking space. So if they're showing them pictures of previous cars being parked on the parking space, wouldn't they be charged even more? There is also that. That could have been backfired. If you imagine they'd give them back 34... If they had responded with, well, his 34 years of bills motherfuckers like why are you what? so obsessed 34 because that was when they had the picture of their daughter on there oh okay right. so right, that was right. the picture they said was too young and then they got the 1938 uh. and they're like oh okay maybe this is acceptable that they're analyzing it but they basically told them not to use the car pad anymore which by the way the fact it's called a car pad and you can't use it to park your car on because it doesn't have a cover or a garage is ridiculous i think a car pad is a really weird word for yeah. a driveway but i'm like hmm, i get it though like a, a pad for your car but yeah they said they can you know start to use it properly if they build a cover for it or a garage or if this photo passes the test. So basically they just don't want their cars getting wet. I don't understand because I feel like most houses drive the garage the car pads in front of the garage because you pull onto it and you might park mm-hmm. in front. So I don't understand it. Unless I'm seeing car pads there's some other rules that they're like it's always inside a garage but I don't think it is. Do you want to know where you might know what the aesthetic is? Do you remember we watched the film Zodiac Killer or Zodiac? Yeah yeah, about yeah, the Zodiac. yeah. That was San Francisco the bit with the hills where the taxi when he was coming out the taxi and it nearly got him and it was that residential area of all the hills and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, San, yeah. That's San Francisco. But yeah, that was all like bumper to bumper. Given how steep the hills are, like they're proper steep. I mean, it's, so there's this famous film called Bullet with Steve McQueen, obviously of great escape fame if you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a classic yeah, yeah. scene where he's driving his car. One of the most famous car scenes in Hollywood history. He's driving down mm-hmm. these steep hills at a fast pace. So it's like, you know, lifting off the ground and it's really fast. Yeah, yeah. Right? Parking on a hill that steep is freaking hard, right? Because yeah. it's also like a risk. I know you're like, handbrakes are great and handbrakes are really like 100% but it's still you slip up if you imagine one little slip you sort of go down a few mm-hmm. you might crash into the car behind you and stuff like that like you spoke about your uni apartment which was a steep hill in your mm-hmm. parallel park if you get that just a little bit wrong or don't put on your yeah. handbrake quick enough that could have been like, boop, 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 like well dominoes. I'll tell you what when I used to go on holiday to Cornwall there was a civil life sanctuary there and their parking like honestly it was like a cliff face like it was so deep like, I was terrified when my mum used to park in it because you were sort of like near enough like facing down like even thinking about it now makes me anxious like it's horrible and I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to do it like I'm just like nah don't don't part there it's honestly horrible have you got any other questions about this because I feel the other thing we got to touch on with this weird and wonderful story as always the fact it came to light because of anonymous complaint who ratted in not only them but their neighbours bloody Barbara keep your nose out honestly can you imagine going past and being like I think you're found in 1927 the housing code said you're not allowed to use that as for your car. Yeah, but you think there are actually people out there like that? Like, I remember seeing a video online. I don't know if it was TikTok or, like, YouTube or whatever it took me to YouTube. But anyway, there was this, like, neighbour from, like, hell. And, like, the whole neighbourhood didn't like her. And they'd call her, like, the 
witch and stuff because like she they were trying to build a fence to block her out because she was like always watching them and stuff and like throwing things in their garden and what have you so they went to build a fence and she was like this is wrong like this is on my property and they're like no it isn't and she's like yes it is and like all this sort of stuff and they got like the police over in the end but like it was such a weird thing but like you got to think there are people out there who generally just don't have lives and like all they can do is rat people out because it's something to do it's ridiculous but we're gonna move away from the weird and wonderful world of parking and we're gonna go something a little bit more stranger that's right we're going to a stranger things theme story but don't worry kaylee no spoilers are ahead and you don't need to know about what happens in the new series so people if you haven't seen it and you eventually gonna end up watching it like kaylee one day will and praise to the lord of steve harriton that she will eventually get on board with i mean i I watched the first series and part of the second series but i kind of gave up with it when you get to season three to be honest i can't remember much from it so i might have to give it a rewatch please watch it again because steve and robin and nancy and and just chrissy so she knows the tiktok things anyway this story comes from avclub.com and is about the subtitles on the latest series of stranger things so stranger things is subtitle guy has spoken out and admits he was trolling a little bit with some of his use of the subtitles so there is a new gunky like creature i mean if you basic principle of strange things alien like creatures vecna but um yeah but like his tentacles and stuff like that that sort of if you've not seen it imagine like a giant sort of octopusy gunky stuff aesthetic you know that's what I'd probably okay. go with. Kind of like, kind of like Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, but like more creepy, less Disney. Yeah. But basically, there's stuff like that in the new scene and stuff like that. And on the subtitles, people notice when they were watching if they had them on, which Kaylee, big advocate of subtitles, um, stuff like the tentacles roiling wetly and stuff like tentacles undulating moistly, like very weirdly ways of describing the sounds and dissonant gurgling, like just generally things you would not have been like, okay, that's how I would describe that scene. So anyway, they spoke to the subtitle Q and um, the subtitle author Jeff T and his subtitle QA editor, Carly, um, in this interview. And basically, he kind of admitted that he was kind of trolling a little bit with some of his choices because, you know, subtitles do undergo the approval process from Netflix, but he sort of noted that some of the times he just had a bit of fun. You know, he knows they'd be passed around online because he admitted he even added in at least a few explicit Dungeons & Dragons references, which, you know, the villains from Strange Things are based on the villains from the famous Uh game. So he sort of tied in those little things so that the fans, the nerdier fans of the show who obviously like D&D and like the show would be like, I <laughs> see what they did there. But it'd only be in the subtitles. Mm-hmm. So then they said they made it. Sort of like Easter eggs. Yeah, pretty much. They added the more explicitly descriptive or evocative language to the subtitles. It was just a little bit of, isn't just an exercise in Easter egg or self-amusing. It's just vital in helping making it a more emotional experience and really come alive. Because he said it is like, you know, they want you to feel like you can hear and it adds to it. Well, but, if you're deaf, especially. Yeah. They said it's our job that the deaf community can still understand the complete switch of atmosphere and tone. If we aren't doing it, if they're not getting that, we're not doing our jobs. But yeah, he did yeah. say that, you know, he was a little bit more like, I know this would make a few splashes and that. So what do you think of this, Kaylee? The subtitles on purposely lean into a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge humor just because the person's having fun. I, I, personally, I, I personally really like it, but that's mainly because when we're watching like a horror film, I've got Laura into having the subtitles on now as well because I used to watch a lot of K-dramas and I just got used to it and in the end I just didn't switch it off. And... <laughs> she started talking I... really loud when we watched stuff together so I have to put the subtitles on. <laughs> that is not true. But yeah, so I kind of feel like subtitles are really, really good because like a lot of the time 
times I've watched things previously and then like watched them with subtitles and I've missed things because like you just kind of don't really take it in but subtitles like you can actually and you're like oh I didn't realize they said that or whatever but anyway but I find it funny like when we're watching a horror movie and it's like the music gets suspicious yeah, and it's like we... what the fuck or it's like she crawled out of the cupboard awkwardly like it's just I don't know I just think it's kind of the they're quite funny but also I think that maybe the the man who did this he probably just like oh god I'm so bored of writing the same old mush let me yeah. let me make this a bit more exciting let's jazz it up let's add a little spice yeah exactly so, yeah, which I appreciate I to be honest I watch stuff with subtitles with you most of the time I don't watch with subtitles but if obviously I'm watching something in another language I don't suddenly learn the language I put them on <laughs> <laughs> so don't suddenly become fluent like I watched Love is Blind Japan which yeah, yeah. is Love is Blind a reality show on Netflix where people talk for a few weeks and then decide whether to pose and get married and stuff and I watched that mm. and obviously I had to watch it with subtitles on there were a few of the Japanese people switched to American which jarred my mind they just randomly switch kept me on my toes oh yeah I love that about that sort of thing yeah, that's kind of crazy but uh, the subtitles sometimes they really added to it and I swear there was a subtitle in it was like awkward silence and it just made the scene of the awkward silence between this couple that were clearly splitting up and it had all gone wrong just that bit mm. more awkward for me to like watch the fact it was like this is an awkward silence right okay. yeah but I feel like sometimes as well like you say like you you put them on when you're with me because I think previously we'll be watching a film and then all of a sudden I'll start giggling yeah, because so like something's been said and then like you just feel like you're missing out so you're like oh I kind of got to have them on now because otherwise you don't really get it there were definitely but, yeah, things I... snuck in the subtitle sometimes that you're not to be fair I know it yeah like the descriptive element and stuff but it's just um and it's like sometimes in like horror films and stuff it'd be like somebody moaning in the background or something and you're <laughs> yeah. like i can't actually hear that like yeah it the movie. says distant moaning and then you're like what kind of moaning i need or the... distant grumbling or something yeah. and you're like i can't fucking hear that like what the fuck and i i still remember one time so like when me and laura watch like netflix and stuff like we'll be on the phone call so we can like obviously chat to each other and stuff while we're watching the film which obviously you're not supposed to do while you're watching movies but we like to make our own commentary and stuff and I remember one time we were like in the middle of watching a film and her mum came in the room and she's like why have you got the subtitles on when it's in English like, like she was so confused I'm learning English mother let me be <laughs> I've been told American now let me learn the English language <laughs> it, I had a similar when I was playing Steinscape which is a Japanese visual novel oh, I, ha- I have another life sometimes I remember all you can hear was the Japanese dub because I don't like I don't like things dubbed particularly no me either because I feel it sometimes takes it out and it gets lost in translation it's not always yeah. Right. So when they're walking, my room, my door was closed. But my parents, obviously, they live here, and um, they're walking <laughs> up and down, and they could just hear Japanese TV. And I'm like, "What are you watching? Like, what you understand yeah. Japanese now?" It's like, "No, I have subtitles." Why? Like once again? Yeah. See, I don't really, here? I don't really understand a lot of people who hate subtitles. It's like, yeah, you've got to read, but like at the same time, you're not, you're kind of unconsciously reading. Yeah, I think you've got to be in the mood of it. If like, if I want to rest and I'm watching something to rest my eyes or just don't yeah. know, I don't, I don't want a lot of reading. Which which I understand. Yeah, like, yeah, because I feel like when I was watching K-dramas and stuff, I had to be in the mood to watch it. It's, because like, because yeah. sometimes it's just like, oh, I don't want to concentrate, I just want to listen. But there is stuff like that. I was going to say, have you ever seen anything weird subtitle-wise that comes to mind? Because I've seen spelling mistakes that have driven me mad. Which, again, mm. that says more about me. And I, I'm not the best speller in the world, even though I have an English language degree. But oh. I once watched, I think I once watched, it was either a Korean drama or a, or a J-drama or something like that. And the subtitles were so badly translated like it didn't make sense and then there was like huge gaps where they were talking but there was no words on screen I was 
was like, how am I supposed to watch this? Learn the language, you scrub. But, no, but you know what I'm saying. I do. It's, it's just, you know. to be fair, that's also the thing when you sometimes see, like, a language, depending on which language it is, someone can speak for ages, and then the translation comes up, and it's like, the weather is warm today. I mean, yeah. they just spoke for 10 minutes. They did not just yeah, say, yeah, yeah. the weather is warm today. And it's, it's even worse when they're having, like, an argument or something, and they start talking really quickly. Oh, and then you have to like you have to like speed read the the subtitle. Sometimes I've had to go back and pause to read the subtitle to know what they were saying. I honestly get that. But you know, you you talk about speed, Kaylee. That's gonna lead us perfectly into our last story of the podcast. So this comes from UPI.com and is about a runner. A Canadian runner has, has broken the world record for joggling, six point two miles. I know what you're thinking, Kaylee. What the fuck is joggling? Well, a Canadian runner. I just thought you thought about a stroke and couldn't say jogging. Oh, you're gonna look like an ass now. A Canadian runner unofficially broke a Guinness World Record for juggling, juggling while running, aka. Oh my god, that's like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. This story comes from the UPI.com who deal with all the odd news you could ever dream of and it's they really hit the jackpot here because he joggled for a distance of 6.2 miles in 34 minutes and 47 seconds. Michael, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Michael Bergeron of Prince Edward Island took to the track at the University of Prince Edward Island but just keep it in the family there, while juggling to attempt the record for fastest 10 kilometers juggling with free objects so he finished with a time of 34 minutes 47 seconds beating the current record of 36 minutes 27 seconds he had previously attempted the record in 2018 and finished with a time of 35 minutes and 36 seconds but his run was disqualified on a technicality so hopefully he's done it all good this time but he mm-hmm. says his evidence from his most recent attempt is now being submitted for official recognition he says he feels good and he feels like he feels exhausted his feet are home but he's super happy so Kaylee, ever thought about taking up juggling feel that might be the new craze for the kids I mean, since I've never heard of it before, no. But also, no. I'm surprised. Like, it always it always really shocks me when people can run, like, a mile in so many minutes or whatever. Because, like, one day, I decided to walk 10 miles because my sleeping pattern was really bad and I was just trying to tire myself out. And that took me, like, three or four hours to do 10 miles of walking. Like, so it just... it's not going to the Olympics soon. No. But it just amazes... I know I was walking, but, like, it just amazes me that people can, like, run and jog, like, a significant amount of distance in such a short time. And, now and especially when you're juggling as yeah. well. No, I didn't juggle it. It doesn't say what objects he was juggling. Which I was going to ask made. what objects yeah, were they. I'm, I'm kind of imagining like a stapler, a piece yeah, of Yeah, because it, it made sure to say objects. So in my head, they're three different objects. And I'm thinking yeah, things that are things. easy to juggle. I mean, a banana. Yeah, like I said, a stapler, a banana and a chunk of broccoli. I don't know where the chunk of broccoli's come from. That'd be a pain. What bits break? Is you two count that as dropping it? Okay, I don't know. A tennis ball. Thank you. I mean, a ball was a good answer to go to for juggling. I appreciate that was last <laughs> on your list of juggable things. But I was... It's like, you get those people, though, that do the unicycling on a, like a, on a rope while juggling. Yeah, with the little... They do the traditional bowling pins juggling as well, which I've never yeah. understand why bowling pins are jugglable because they seem like top pair. I get there's probably the dynamic actually works for them, but it feels like I'd be like terrified. I just like the idea that all these people started their career off working in a bowling alley like doing the technician bit at the back and, and they like, just like one day just grabbed a bowling pin and just you know like when you throw stuff in the air or whatever or like flip things with one hand yeah 100%. and i feel like they were like oh that's pretty cool i wonder if i could do it like throw it in the air and do it sort of thing i find it odd that everything also when they form a say a combination sport let's call it a combination mm-hmm. sport they always just lazily go with the let's combine the words because joggling does not sound great no joggling like... sounds weird like i said i just thought you messed up the word jogging so you were 
like, why are you talking about jogging? It's not weird. It's not wonderful. Boring. <laughs> Some Canadian went jogging. Ooh la la. I wonder if they're going to like do extreme juggling. That's the next step. They've juggled. It's going to just be like running on hot coals or something. Yeah, they, run, they can run on hot coals while juggling sharp objects. I mean, why not? Health and safety be damned. Yeah. Speaking of health it's and safety, deep. let's go to the ad breaks where they're going to tell us why we should keep safe and listen to the Totally Buzz content that's coming out of the Totally Buzz UK family. It's time to squash the beef and settle the debate. Football beef, that is. From debating whether David Beckham is overrated to deciding whether Roberto Firmino really is a formidable Premier League striker, we're grounding out that 100% beef that fans have been grilling each other over for way too long. Each episode features around one player, so all the issues can be chewed out and the solution spat out. Football beef has all the sizzle sizzle, so subscribe now. You may know him from the podcasts, you may know him from Twitter, but did you know that you can also follow Squiggy at twitch.tv slash squiggyplays for all your gaming content. Use the hashtag TBOA to join the conversation. Do you use the Good Pods app? Find the Totally Buzz UK podcast on there today and help us climb the charts. Don't forget to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. So you're listening on Google Podcasts? Hit subscribe on the Totally Buzz UK podcast to keep up to date with your weird and wonderful fix. And we're back from the ad break and now you know what time it is. It's TikTok Spotlight time. Kaylee, break it down like you know you should. Don't know why I started to rap. Now I'm so stuck. Booyah. I feel like I know why you started to rap or sing sing as you're talking because the tiktok it's it's sort of like that but not like that so basically you know usher's yeah 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 i don't know the, the name of the song <laughs> it's cool. yeah anyway in this tiktok there is a young guy dressed up in sort of what era would you say it was medieval or medieval elizabethan yeah. or that sort of yeah period. so he's dressed up in his threads and uh he's bopping to a medieval version of usher's yeah yeah like with all the old instruments and stuff and he's just bopping along but like there's something about it because he's wearing like a flat peak cap and like but wearing like the full ensemble but something about it like, I don't know whether it's his confidence or just everything in the clip I'm just slightly attracted I don't know why don't ask me but yeah I thought it was quite funny and it is like it's very catchy to be fair would you say it's very catchy I mean Katie did ruin it for me when she started to describe how hot the person was because I was like <laughs> this guy this guy if he's listening I mean, this guy if you're out there please contact <laughs> this like, is where he turns out to be like 19 and she likes it medieval so how you doing <laughs> <laughs> take that take that as you will but yeah I, I don't know what it is it's probably the confidence thing but it's also the humour of it because it's like he puts in that how people would react at the time be like this is a what? I mean he was so nonchalant about it one believes this is a bop yeah you know, you know I've heard people use the word bop recently and to describe modern music and I've had to be like no one's calling it a bop I, don't I feel s- like I've heard that on the radio people have like, started I to try Grimshaw, I think Nick Grimshaw had like a segment on his show called like the the bop Bopathon or something. It wasn't called that, but yeah, like but something similar. People are trying to bring the word bop back, and you know what I say? Bop off or bop it, because that's not happening. Bop it. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not having this. Unless you're talking about this medieval version of the tune, we are not using the word bop. Okay. It is now restricted. We're not a totally bopping podcast. That's coming soon. But um, yeah, I think this is really good. It, obviously, the Usher tune, honestly, very popular when I 
was younger. Mm-hmm. I actually think I prefer this version to the original. But I do prefer the slower mix-up. It actually, a film that you've watched and remember bits of, at least, is A Knight's Tale. And they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they did some modern takes because they did Bowie's... Um, well done, my lord! <laughs> there we go. It's her favourite scene in the movie. Bowie's Just Dance and they did Queen We Will Rock You with all the people clapping when they were doing the jousting. Yeah. Like, that take, but that's the sort of thing they probably could have put in the film to dance to and the modern twist because it's oh, yeah. also what hit Netflix show just tie it all back to Netflix here so they want to sponsor us thank you rising <laughs> living costs Netflix I don't think they need sponsoring to be fair look they sponsor us and we just plug Netflix oh yeah 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 hey don't put them off anyway um, <laughs> Netflix's Bridgerton is obviously very popular and in that show they do sort of periodic drama versions of modern songs so you'll mm-hmm. recognise it they did um, Sign of the Times Harry Styles I think oh, right, yeah. a wedding scene I think it's season 2's wedding scene and they do it with the, just the violin and that and it just sounds so perfect and you if you didn't know they're doing modern tracks sometimes you'd just be like but that's the sort of energy this TikTok, TikTok also brings TikTok Phil you've picked a good TikTok here and I think it will help people enjoy the working week that they've got to get through in this. I do think as well though like the original Usher's song it's more aggressive than this version I think I like it because it's just a bit more like subtle a bit more calm relaxing what we're hearing is usher you've got no game you're trying to force it whereas this guy on tiktok he's chill i mean when was the last time usher did anything usher appreciates that i'm sure he's out there working he produced a lot of people because he helped launch justin bieber and stuff didn't he that's all did he yeah okay i think that was a whole thing so i think oh that said i've seen a lot of usher lately because the meme of him doing magic with the eye thing has gone viral kaylee's like i I will show you people if you're listening i will put it in the companion piece at totallybuzz.uk.uk but he basically is like watch this and then he does a weird thing with his eye and people use it as a meme now so you're gonna get used to seeing usher everywhere and you probably just jinxed it that all you will see is usher for the next month if you've enjoyed this podcast do follow us like us go back to previous episodes rate us five stars across all the podcasting platforms that you can be sure to keep coming back monday at 7 a.m for new episodes be sure to tweet us or follow us at totallybuzz.uk check out everything we're doing with football beef as well which is a football podcast that we're in association with kaylee is there anything to plug i'm gonna give you the option but bear in mind people do listen to this nope i have nothing to say excellent everyone enjoy their working week just like kaylee does every time she clocks in goodbye bye this podcast is brought to you by two chatterboxes and a lovable geordie at totallybuzzed.co.uk mm-hmm.